Man, it's cold here in the northern hemisphere, but you know what would warm us up? Maybe a little bit of butt. Hello, my name's Delma, and I'm here to talk about the Urban Canopy Seed Company. So here's the deal. It's a company that grows cannabis seeds here in Oklahoma. They sell wholesale to Oklahoma commercial growers and dispensaries. So if you're a patient, you can find their seeds in dispensaries in Oklahoma City, in Sepulpa, Glenpool, Broken Arrow, Cherokee. We're talking like most of the state here. We're talking Woodward, Bixby, Chickasha, Shakota, Paul's Valley, Duncan, Shawnee, Arapahoe, Lawton. I mean, your bases are covered. So... If you want to find out exactly where your nearest dispensary is that sells this Urban Canopy Seed Company shit, you want to go to www.thcseedcompany.com. Get it? THC, the Urban Canopy? That's where you want to go. While you're there, check out their weed porn. There's links to their social media accounts, so you're going to see their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and lots of, you know, pictures of weed. The Urban Canopy Seed Company. www.thcseedcompany.com. Go there. Now on to the show. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. And this is The Bargain Din. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of watching movies and then talking about whether or not they're frugal. Are they bargain worthy? Do they deserve to be placed into a bargain bin? Do they? Do they? Do they? Do they? Let's find out. Let's find out. So (laughs) it's on everybody's mind. Sagittarius versus Scorpio. Who wins? Oh, man. Yeah. What Sagittarius. Even, what even is a Sagittarius? Sagittarius wins. What, what even is? What is a Sagittarius? An archer. It's an archer? Uh-huh. Just an archer. I kind of also want to say centaur, but I think that's something centaur? else. You don't even know what your thing it's is. It's an archer. Okay? It's an archer. I think it's no, an archer. No, I'm okay, not sure. maybe I'm thinking of Orion. Heck, maybe I'm just Orion's a centaur. Not. <laughs> Orion's not a sign. Your face. Oh wow, it's good a one. constellation. And not a sign. I don't care. Here's your sign. It's a Sagittarius. I think Scorpio I think it's wins. A centaur. I well, okay. Either way, I think Scorpions. And I think Sagittarius does because I'm a Sagittarius. Well, that's you're not. You've built not a case, <laughs> not a case. Do you have on your hands? Sagittarius versus Scorpio, <laughs> frugal versus frugal. <laughs> All right, that's. Oh my gosh, Brandon! What? The zodiac signs ranked most to least frugal with their money. Oh. Well, great. This is perfect. Let's look at this. Uh, like this is. All right. We, I was I was thinking about creating original content, but this is going to be far better. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, depends if there's actual information in here at any oh, point. I don't even care if there's not information. We just need to know. We I need them all read to me. Please proceed, and we will just read our own. So far, all I'm seeing is memes. Well, that's a good start. Um. Okay. Apparently, the most frugal is Taurus. 
which is April 20th to May 20th. Don't care about dates. Uh, Cheapskate or Serious Saver. Then next, we got Virgo. Okay. And then Capricorn. Okay. Oh, man. I thought such. Oh, and then it's Scorpio. Oh! Mm. What is that, fourth? Yeah. Oh, top four. Mm, feels good. Uh, Pinching those pennies. With ask those. him if he wants to go to a bar on Friday night, and he'll say no. Absolutely not. That's me. That's so me. Do I want to go in a bar on Friday? I don't even drink. Where's uh, Where's that old Sagittarius on that list? Well, Gemini's next after that, and then Cancer, and then Aries, and then Aquarius. Oh, no. And then Libra. Oh, no. (laughs) And then Pisces. Yes. And then Sagittarius. Oh, my God. When Sagittarius likes to have fun, he likes to go all out. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so what place is that? Uh, it's so far down I lost track. How many are below it? Is one... One. <laughs> so 11th. <laughs> Jesus. What's the least frugal? I, I didn't keep track, so... Yeah, so this would be the last one, I guess. Um, yeah, that's how they work. The... Okay. Last place is Leo. Oh, well, yeah. Leo the Lion. Makes sense. If there is anyone more extravagant than Leo, I haven't met them yet, <laughs> the article says. That's a good article you've found there. Um, but that's not what we do here. We don't talk about the Zodiac unless we watch the Zodiac starring Dude, Robert Downey. how the heck is Sagittarius almost last? I mean, I don't know. I'm Check your bank account. Sagittarius. I don't know. Check your bank account. What is this madness? Check your bank account and then get back to me. Maybe you can talk about it then. Hmm. I'm going to find a different article <laughs> after the show. I'm going to make a new article that just puts... Yeah, I'm going to make a new one that's like most frugal Sagittarius. The rest doesn't matter. B- break out those Dreamweaver skills and build your own Hell website. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... We don't talk about signs here unless... Or the Zodiac, unless it's the joke I just made a second ago about Robert Downey Jr. in the Zodiac movie. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. We're continuing the month of love. Uh, we had a bargain uh, romantic movie this week and uh turns out it was a woody allen film uh whoops uh, i didn't mean to do that i had never seen a woody allen movie had you i don't think i have no if i did i didn't know that i yeah did. woody allen's uh allegedly not a good person so we will kind of just discredit him from the conversation but what did we watch this week donna we watched a movie yeah that falls in line with uh-huh. our rom-com yep series titled for February, mm-hmm. this movie was called You Will Meet a Tall Dark Stranger. Oh, nice. How did you how did you pull that? How you cuz like I feel like somebody's holding up a sign behind me. Is how you said it. You're like and it is you will meet. How did you pull that? I kept thinking about it and then I pictured the cover of the movie. Mhm. All right. That's what we watched. Um this movie was a mess. Um, let's jump into it. Um, yeah. We're going to spoil it. We're going to so spoil know. it. Basically. There was no plot. There really well, wasn't. There was a plot, but there was no beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Basically, it follows three couples, kind of. Yeah. 
three. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because mainly it follows... I guess two. The girl, her mom, and her dad. Yeah. I forgot her name. Naomi probably... Watts. What's her character name? I don't know. Are we just going to call her Naomi Watts? Yeah. Okay. Sally. Sally. Sally, Sally's mom, and Sally's dad. Oh, God. <laughs> and then Sally's husband... Roy, right? Roy, yeah, played by Josh Brolin. 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 Basically, this movie just follows, like, people kind of at the ends of their relationships. Like, really that strong desire to be with another human for whatever reason. Like, you're tired of the relationship you're in, whether it's because they don't want to start a family, because they don't excite you anymore, because you're fearing death, because they don't share your moral... Uh, spiritual ideas. Mm. Those were kind of all the... There's four of those. And then they're romantic partners. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is the, the Alfie, the father figure. He is afraid of death, so he marries a woman who's almost like less than half his age. And he splits with his wife of... I don't 40 know, years. 40, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Um, they had lost a son. Yeah. And Alfie really wanted... To have a son. He wants a son. So that was a big thing in their relationship. Um, and so to kind of get over that, the mom, uh, she attempts to kill herself and then starts seeing a fortune teller who can't really tell if she's like just helping by kind of being a an influencer. What's the word? Um, she's like, I don't know. She's an ear... For, like, what was she it listens, she guides her, she... Enabler. She's kind of an enabler, though. Mm. Kind of gives in to, to the mom's fears. Um, early on in the movie, there's a line by the narrator. This movie also is weirdly set up like Arrested Development. Because, like, there was a narrator who would say stuff like Arrested Development's narrator, kind of. Yeah. Um, but early on, there's a line set about how, like, of the futility of life and how there is no purpose... And we're all just people, like, here, and none of it matters. And then that was repeated at the end of the movie because nobody's stories were resolved. Right. And it was... It was just a chunk of life, and honestly, I think purposely, you couldn't quite tell how much time had passed. Right. And... Nothing was resolved. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. Infuriating. (laughs) I hated this. Yeah. So... Just to kind of go over real quick what happened. Uh, What's her name again? Sally? Yeah. Sally and Roy are a couple. Roy's an American author living in... Where do they live? France? (laughs) Yeah, or England. England. In Europe. Sure. It's all the same over there. Yeah, totally. Um, And like you had mentioned, Roy doesn't want to start a family, but Sally does. Meanwhile, they're both dealing with her mother, who is a little unstable, to say the least. Yeah. And a bit of a drinker as well. Yeah, and basically, they just... Yeah, keep going, I guess. So... I don't want to relive through these unfinished stories. Right. I mean, she, uh, Roy, her Sally's husband, becomes infatuated with... This woman who lives across the street. Yeah, he sees her from his window to her window, 
and ends up asking her out on a date, and they end up having an affair. Having an affair. Uh, she's engaged to be married at the end of the summer, but she breaks it off because she's going to be his muse. Yeah. Roy's also a failed writer at this point. He had one hit, and he kind of is being cast as an, a one-hit wonder. Um, and he, when he reads his friend's first novel, uh, his friend's first novel is amazing, and he's like, oh, my gosh, like I feel even less confident now. But then his friend is in an auto accident and killed, so he decides to steal that novel. Turns it in, gets published. Everyone's very, very excited. Everybody it's, loves it. Yeah. Um, then he finds out that actually that friend who he stole the novel from is in a coma and he might make it out. It was the other friend that died in the car crash. And that's where we're left with, is that he might come out of the coma. For Roy's storyline. Yep. How fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just left with this awful feeling of like, ah, oh, like, he messed up. And what's he going to do? Is he going to come clean? Is he going to just sit and wait and figure out if this friend dies? Is he going to turn off the life support? Right. Who knows? Who knows? No one will find out. No one out. will ever know. Well, in the meantime, his wife Sally is crushing on her boss. She works at an art gallery. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Which, what did you refer to him as? Is French? He sounded French in the movie. Yes. The famous French actor, Antonio. He sounded French in this movie. No, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He sounded like Antonio Banderas. Well, I didn't know who Antonio Banderas was. Poos in... Boots. Until after this movie and found out he's Puss in Boots. So. And Zorro. And Antonio Banderas. And the dad and Spy Kids. Right. Anyway, <laughs> flirting with him, but it turns out he's kind of a womanizer, kind of. Yeah, like, his marriage isn't going well. Uh, and she knows this, but she's trying to start a family with Roy. Uh, by the time her and Roy clearly aren't going to work out, though. Like, she's at her wit's end, and she's also found out that her boss, who would be her fallback, is having an affair with an artist that she showed him the work of to be in the gallery. So I don't know if we said that they work in a gallery, though. I think I mentioned it, but okay. yeah, and she ends up just kind of leaving it all. She... She's going to drop her boss, not worry about that anymore, and start her own gallery with her friend. With a loan from her mom. With a loan from her mom. Uh, her story ends with the mom saying that the uh, fortune teller, which, for the record, Sally told her mom to go to this fortune teller after her mom. No, you're wrong. The masseuse. Sally's been endorsing this, yes. basically, because she feels like it's a good outlet for her mom. It helps keep her okay. Positive. And in a better mental state. Um, well, at the very end of the movie, Sally's mom says, hey, look, my fortune teller lady said that now's not a good time to loan you the money, so I'm not going to do it. Right. So now Sally has no family, no husband, no loan, no job. Yep. And then the mom ends up, uh, after talking with the dead wife of another man, the dead wife approves of their relationship, and then the mom 
kind of ends up in a relationship with this other dude. Yeah, and they just talk about spirituality, past lives and stuff. Yeah. Yep, and that was You'll Meet a Tall Dark Stranger. But wait, Sally's dad. Oh, yeah. We it, glossed over that he married someone half his age. Uh-huh. What we find out later is that this was a prostitute, and she ends up cheating on him. When he finds this out, he is exceptionally upset, and he tries to get back with his ex-wife, but by now, she has accepted that they're not a couple, she can live without him, and she's not going to have him back. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to his wife, his new young wife, who... He catches cheating. He catches in the act this time, and then she tells him she's pregnant, he wants a DNA test, and she won't submit to it, and... That's it, where it ends. It leaves off with a vague threat of... Well, it better be mine. Dot, dot, dot. And that was a tall... You will meet a tall, dark stranger. Maybe we'll meet a tall, dark stranger in the clearance aisle. Did you meet it? Him? Them? Her? It? Did you meet it? (laughs) Bless you. I met a sneeze instead. No. Is it frugal? Okay. So, super obvious one to start with. The prostitute that Dad marries is an absolute black hole for his money. She goes out and buys super expensive clothes and furs, and he he tries to keep her by buying, like, a new apartment, and it's just not frugal at all. Probably... Avoid referring to a prostitute as a black hole as much as possible. Um, but okay. Really <laughs> noted. Moving forward, um, I, I feel like nobody lives in a cheap place. All the places they were all in the Europe places, and I don't believe that a um, somebody who a uh, failing author and somebody who works as like an assistant for a gallery I don't believe that they would live in a nice as a house that Nicole right. Kidman, not Nicole Kidman Naomi Watts and, and Josh Brolin lived in um, Sally and Roy Sally and Roy if they were then they're spending way too much money not frugal on that note they mention multiple times how they have to borrow money from Sally's mom just to afford rent and food so yeah they're definitely living beyond their means true however uh, frugal i would say spending money on your buy for loaning rent uh, borrowing money from parents instead of a bank yeah that's frugal um also frugal not finishing a story <laughs> yeah not you don't have to ink. worry about <laughs> yeah finish it when it feels right you know yeah, yeah just let it kind of drift it's like meander. that was an hour and a half we'll cut there mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not frugal whenever roy's muse calls off the engagement uh it is so far into said engagement that the families are already flying in like it is way too late and they have lost a shit ton of money Yes. They mentioned flying in a band from India. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. this is bad money-wise. Like, so bad. 
so bad. So, like, so, we've so talked bad. about weddings not being frugal. A canceled wedding, even <laughs> less frugal. Yeah, it's pretty much the least frugal thing. At the thing. last minute. <laughs> well, regardless, I feel like. It's like, if you cancel a wedding a year beforehand, you might be able to get some deposits back and, you know. Maybe. But this sounded know, like experience a week before. <laughs> that makes it sound like I canceled our wedding. Well, I didn't cancel our wedding. <laughs> oh, shit. What are you trying to say, Brandon? I don't know. I'm just saying I didn't cancel our wedding. Yeah, well, I also did not cancel our wedding. So <laughs> we'll see. I'm not the one who's so far away. I feel a snake bite enter my van. Yeah, tell yeah. me more. <laughs> Slower. <laughs> All right. What else? Um, this movie had a lot of actors in it. Okay. It did. There were a number of them. Like famous actors? This movie sucked. It was so uh. boring. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it because any part of it that I was invested in, I feel like I was tricked. I liked it okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like some stories are allowed to not have an ending or a particular aim. But not like, this one. That was the point of it was that... You know, life... Oh, is the point of it was to be bad? The banal existence of people and... Yeah, Yeah, but I I don't feel as though, other than that one line, did it at all allude to the fact that we weren't going to see the resolution of these characters. Well, would it have been as impactful if... Would you even have watched it if you knew ahead of time that you would not have any resolve? Actually, yeah, I feel like I would have. If I feel like that any part of it was further into the idea that you don't get kind of any resolution towards things. But I really feel like there was just a throwaway line at the beginning. Even with the fact of having a fortune teller at the beginning, I feel like was alluding to the fact that we would get to see something. I just, I can't believe... It just didn't resolve these stories. I just, I, I mm. just, I get it. Like, that's fine. I get that that's what it was trying to do. And it succeeded and I'm frustrated. <laughs> but like, I just didn't think it was good. Like, well. I didn't care about the characters enough. I just wanted to see the resolution. That's fair. Yeah. Like, the story was more involved than any one character. Yeah. Honestly, I did start really feeling for the dad, though. Like, and I think it was just the acting. There was some really good acting. Yeah, sure. But the story, maybe not as good. Well, maybe we can find something in our segment. Thrifty trivia? No. Thrifty trivia, no. There was no trivia for this movie that was interesting. But... I wanted to circle back to something extremely important. Mm. I found a much better written article about our zodiac signs. (laughs) And it says about Scorpio. For the record, Brandon's a Scorpio and I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know if that was obvious. It depends on which one you ask because of the new updated one. I'm no longer a Scorpio. Well, I would no longer be a Sagittarius, so... 
Scorpio. While saving might not be one of Scorpio's strongest suits, they are considered financial wizards. Their keen sense of analysis and intuition when it comes to market trends makes them very successful in getting rich schemes. A Scorpio is driven by his want and will tend to spend on his desires, but makes up for it by finding ways to bankroll the purchase. Which I feel like is accurate because this guy, this Scorpio right here, made more money in one week of investing than I've made in two years of investing. When? When you said jump into Tesla and then you were like, jump out of Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Um, yeah, but the downside to that is that Zodiacs are bullshit, but go ahead. Sagittarius. I don't, I'm sorry, let me, I, I feel bad. I said that, let me, hold on. If if you get value out of it, then it's not bullshit. It, I, Listen, I think that first article we read was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not. This is, this is from much more reliable No, source. hold on, I have to clarify my statement because I feel bad. Look, <laughs> they're not bullshit. It's, if you get value out of it, then that's fine. But they're just generalized statements that are hard to argue against, right? Except when they're wrong, like that first article that we read. Well, no, that first article was the most accurate one. I don't. Anyway, Sagittarius. The Sagittarians are known for being good at saving up sizable amounts of cash and also making careful expenditure that they need and not necessarily what they desire. Individuals born under this sign are considered lucky when it comes to finding money-making opportunities and become better money handlers as they grow older. I feel like both of those statements were accurate. <laughs> Look at you. Finding evidence that supports your theory. <laughs> I mean, is that not what horoscopes are for? <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want to yeah I don't want to shit on horoscopes. Yeah. Anyway, the point is what? I'm a great saver and you're a great investor. <laughs> Moving right along. I know I married you. So. <laughs> and that comes you're from You're an investment. Oh. You're going to pay off one day when I save up all that money. Yeah. That came from astroyogi.com, so you know it's better. Astroyogi? Astroyogi. That's like Yogi the Bear when it was like, he's like, hell yeah, man. He's like, I love the Astros. Yabba dabba do. Wait, that was Fred Flintstone. <laughs> what did Yogi Bear say? What was his thing? I never watched Yogi Bear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're just a chump, so I get it. Damn, Damn. you didn't either. I did too. You did not on Boomerang. Don't even, don't even add. You me never that. even watched Boomerang. <laughs> you're just doing. You're when trying did, to do my thing. Did you ever see the Smurfs? Yeah. The original cartoon. Yes. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. You ever watched the Jetsons? Yes. That's some real OG shit. Yeah. Bet you never watched that. Probably. Are you just? Bet you never even watched Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Well, do you ever shower? No. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has devolved into nothingness. Was this movie frugal? No, it wasn't. It was not a frugal movie. Man, I'm trying to think of one frugal thing that happened in this movie. No. I don't got it. I don't got anything. No. And uh, allegedly Woody Allen sucks, so. 
I was really trying to keep him out of it entirely because I wanted a non-biased view of the movie. But with or without Woody Allen, it was not frugal. So it doesn't even matter. Um, you will meet a tall, dark stranger. Not frugal. What's the lesson? Uh, don't give money to tall, dark strangers. No, I don't like that. Uh, you will meet... You will you will not meet your fortunes, stranger. No. <laughs> stranger danger. Stranger, stranger danger. danger. Don't meet people. <laughs> stranger danger. Don't meet people. I like that lesson. I can live by it. Stranger danger. Don't meet people. I feel like you have to meet people sometimes to make money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think so. Stranger danger, don't meet people. You want to thank some people, Mom? Okay, stranger danger, don't meet people. I just like that lesson a lot. It's good. Uh It's good. Also, I love horoscopes. I'm so sorry if you listen and like horoscopes. I also enjoy horoscopes, so... They're like fortune cookies. They're fun. For me. I just like them. They're more than that. Yeah. They're the stars and planets. Man... It's so dark in this hole that I've dug. Will you please thank some people? <laughs> thank you so much for listening and continuing to listen even when we trash horoscopes. We do like them. Did you call them horoscopes? Horoscopes, just for Tauruses. And thank you to the Lounge Kittens for the use of their song Dirty Deeds. Thank you to Sarah Anastasia for our super cute cover art. You can find links to their works in our episode descriptions. And I want to thank Anchor for hosting the podcast. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you just go to anchor.fm, find the bargain in, and just leave us a message. You might hear your voice on the next episode. Yeah, sorry I, I acted so heated last week regarding the voicemails. I would also like to thank Denim, because I'm wearing lots of it today. You know, that's a good point. You are all Denim right now. Dabba dee, dabba Denim, denim, denim. I am denimed up. Uh, you can become our bargain heir if you go to a brick wall in the middle of America, in a small town in the middle of America, spray paint your graffiti on the iTunes review page. Go on iTunes review and leave us a review. You become our bargain heir, just like Crazy with the Cheese Whiz. Thank you, Crazy with the Cheese Whiz. Somebody dethrone them. Be our new bargain heir. Eventually, if enough people tag this wall in the middle of America, someone's going to build onto the wall and then eventually it'll become a whole big ass city you heard it here 2020 donna (laughs) edward build that wall anyway thank you all so much for listening (laughs) my name is brandon my name's donna oh i gotta write my note i do not support building a wall i don't think that solves any of our problems wow how will we make houses then donna with four walls and a roof. I need a pen. I need a pen. A wall. What kind of BS is that? What does one wall do? Except keep the aminals from completing their migration paths. That's what a wall does. That's what I think. This has been Donna's hot take. My name is Brandon. My name's Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. No. <laughs> Brandon says... No, I didn't! Brandon wrote, build the wall.
Donna said it. I'll cut Brandon it. wrote it. I'll clip Brandon it. Brandon wrote I'll clip where you said where you said Brandon it. wrote it. I don't endorse it. I'm getting pretty good at that. It's very good. Dirty deeds and the dirty cheese.